And welcome one and all to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Maserati Mark. Live in the basement in Beltsville. We are live on the internet. We are live in your home. We're all over the internet. And I want to welcome all of you to another exciting edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm joined as always by my boy Joey LaFaro. Joe, say what's up to the people. Oh, give me about yo. <laughs> I was always wanted to stat like this is a dream come true. This is a dream come true for you. It is. Oh man. And we are also joined live in the basement of Beltsville <laughs> by the beautiful, the talented Miss Candace August. H you? You know. And this week we have a special guest in the building, the secondary godfather of Dot Comedy, the, the Fredo of the Godfather family of Dot Comedy, Mr. Jesse Revis. I'm back. Oh, it feels so good. How do I sound on that? Do I sound good on the ones and twos? <laughs> you don't, you don't, sound, you don't sound horrible. Don't call it a comeback. I've been, been here, here for years. years. Later, later on in the show, we'll be joined by Mr. B.J. Butler, who will Step in a little bit and give you a little bit of what you're looking for. Because Don't call him Mr. BJ, goddammit. That sounds terrible. That sounds, <laughs> sounds like a terrible name for him. Yeah. Oh, man. But welcome one and all to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Oh, man. It's been a long week. Last week, we want to thank Mr. Cameron Goads for joining us on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Shout out to Cam. Killer Cam in the Killer Cam. We one had a blast with him last week. Did, he, did either of you get a chance to listen to last week's show yet? Yeah, man, it was great. It was great. I heard it. Don't I, I, lie. I God damn it. Look, look at how, how am I going to listen to it. He's Persian, man. I love my Persian people. Big shout out to all the Persian people out you there listening to the I show right now. I didn't listen to it on SoundCloud, but I was able to listen to it on the live feed. Oh, on the, on the, on the Facebook on live the feed? On the Facebook live feed. Well, how about them apples? Mostly because I was here, but <laughs> also because oh, man. we have a very we special a show. Feed. We have a very special show. We got a show. very special show very, this very week special. on the Dot Comedy Podcast. BSOP, baby. We, it is a, it, we are the DMV's podcast. We are all over the world, but we are, we are centrally focused on the DMV. And there are a lot of things going on in DMV. The Dot Comedy family itself, had, uh, we, we went out to, uh, I don't know, we're, we're headed somewhere, Candace? Yeah, you can't see. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, how about you? You got Candace on the frame. You got, you got, like Jesse, you're in the mobile chair. <laughs> you can slide this way. You no, I said you got to get Candace on the, like, by the way, guys, I have, like, this lump right here. Do you think I should get this checked out? Nope. So we're not, not, not biting on that. <laughs> I know what he's trying to do. No. Uh, for those keep your shirt on. Is it Keep your shirt on in my house. Keep your shirt on in my house. For those of you... I don't know. I think we should give the people what they want. And they, they, they might want, want Jesse's his shirt, shirt off. They, they might want that. You never know. Nope, they don't. For those of you who are joining us. They're already losing viewers. They're already <laughs> turning off in anticipation. <laughs> uh, if you are tuning in to us on Facebook, you would know that it's Thursday. And normally on Thursdays, what do we do on Thursdays, Joey? Uh, we usually have a show at a little uh, nice location in D.C. called a Zebra Lounge, a Zebra Bar. Yeah. But, uh. Not this week. <laughs> Not Did, this week. This week. More important matters. Good lord! How on. are you why that are you loud? Yelling. Why are you yelling? <laughs> why? I was excited. Why? I was exci- why? I, I, 
was excited. That needs, that I needs just to not happen again. I just, I'm sorry. All I'm right, because remember, you're at Blue Sea, so what happens to Blue can happen to you. <laughs> How dare uh, you? How dare uh, you? So the people came to see me without a shirt off and talk about not, the issues. That's no, those were. That's not what they. Did. I'm reading the comment feed overwhelmingly. <laughs> They're saying keep your shirt on. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's it's all the guys. I'm waiting for some women to chime in because I feel like they might want it. They don't want to see his shirt off. <laughs> <either. laughs> they don't see. His, they don't see his man boobs swinging in the air. Just because you went to, <laughs> what is it saying, Joey? Uh, Don just said, thank God you can't see Jesse because he's sitting too far back. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of worked out well for us, I guess, anyway. Pretty much. All right. All right so, that comedy this week. The uh, DMV has had some uh, some opportunities as a lead, I'll say. I, I say opportunities. I noticed the DMV has been hiring. Like, I went in there because I was trying to get my license renewed. Okay. I need you not to do that again because you threw me off when you did that. No, not that DMV. The DMV, I mean, is the District, Maryland, and Virginia. A lot of hot-button things happening in the world. Uh, And the the topic of controversy, as far as jokes came up to uh, the Dot Comedy family, and we we tried to to have our own discussion about it, and – and we thought, you know what? We'll bring it to the we'll bring it to the masses. We'll bring it out there. We'll put it out there for the world to see. We all know what y'all want to talk about. We all we know that that we, was. A we thing. know we know what you we know what you're here to see. We know what you're here to see. We know we know you're here to even you're, though you guys tried to keep it from happening. But we'll we, save that for the other seven. No, 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 we did not try to keep it from happening. Not, that is not true. We 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 wanted this to happen as bad as you did, but it, uh, you got a little filthy and, and rambunctious about it. So we had we had to. In essence, put a stop to your rambunctiousness. Don't don't take yes. the, don't take yes, the selfie Pete, stick down. That is what's happening. <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. That yeah. is exactly what's happening. It will, it if the million adjust. dollar man is Joey, Virgil just took a shot <laughs> at Candace. <laughs> hit, hit Miss Elizabeth with a chair. Since nineteen eighties wrestling, uh, we will discuss it. it in a discussion. I quit dot comedy like three times this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that did the happen. The podcast specifically. <laughs> the podcast specifically. Um, but again, it is we are family, so that's why Candace was allowed back in the Dot Comedy Studio. <laughs> so, so again, Don't we, do that, Dom. Don't do that. <laughs> what did Tom you know say? who that'll be. <laughs> Somebody get Jess naked out <laughs> Jesse's the only candidate, Dom, so be I, careful I, I what you know. wish There's for. There's a okay. bunch of chest hair in the bathroom. I think okay, Joey must have Jesse or gotten me. ready for the show. Who wants to see that? It's either Jesse or me. Why you got to hate on my selfie stick, Mike Brown? <laughs> right. I'm taking these anyway. pictures for the interwebs. Right, so, I'm going to post it. So the, so the topic of what's appropriate in comedy came up to us. And, and, and appropriate jokes, they, they kind of, there's a, there's a thin line on appropriate jokes. You can tell a joke and it not be funny. And then people think, oh, they're so offended by it. But if the world laughs at it, in my in my humble opinion, if the world have laughs been, at it, have you been offended the jo- by a joke purely because it wasn't funny? Like just like I was offended that you put that in my ear, and it yes. had nothing to do. Yes, with I had. Subject matter. Okay. You know who I was offended more by? Oh shit, Justin Uh-oh. fucking Brown. <laughs> oh wow! Shout out to Justin. If, uh, if if he is not listening, I want I want to say it here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. All comics listening, please make sure you inbox Justin. And let him know, <laughs> DJ Marcus hates him. <laughs> hates him with everything in his body. 
So just so he knows, so when he comes uh, out again, I think mostly everyone see. does. So yeah, primarily <laughs> everyone hates him, but I'm gonna be the one to say it because everybody else wants to be nice because he's the weird kid that might blow up the room. Don't worry about <laughs> little cuz. Don't worry about little cuz. <laughs> but again, uh, I, that's throwing me the fuck off. <laughs> it I is. You, I need you. I need you to get a pair of headphones or something. There's Find a million earbuds, headphones around here. Or BJ is sitting on the floor you listening found to the some show. Before. <laughs> And it's a delay. Okay, we back we, we have a we have very serious matter to yeah, talk we about. We do have to talk uh, about. All right, that. so for those who do not know, who have never heard of this whole situation, basically, um, we had an argument in the DMV about whether what is okay to say on stage and what is not okay to say on stage. And we had an interview with the two comedians, Jess Feeney and um, and Frankie J, who were the two people who had like the biggest points to say within the subject on on online discussion this whole week so we're we gonna play the interviews for everyone here yes uh, yeah yeah we are. all right uh, cool all right, so so we're gonna get into that um both had very good points and very it valid was, points. yes yeah. yes they did very good and one thing actually that this kind of brings up is the fact that online social media a lot of stuff can get skewed a lot of things can be said that maybe people feel a different way about but one thing that we actually found is when they were actually on the phone it was a lot easier to deal with it was an easier situation yeah. Like maybe as a as a culture we haven't evolved to the level yet where we can express in social media <laughs> like we do on the phone, but yeah, they just were they were very eloquent and intelligent. There was no like angry rants. It just went so well, and with such a heated subject, I expected it to go awry, and it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. We uh, well, I mean, especially when it's not. Um, what do we say, Peanut Gallery? Look. Uh, <laughs> By the way, shout out to Patrick Winter who said you can say anything as long as you're not little bitch when you say it. Oh. If you're oh, if you that? aren't confident, bitches gonna be acting crazy. Okay. So well, I, l- I love the live thing right now, and that's fantastic. We have comments, but can we like keep it right now to what we? Because it's taking us forever to get to what we need I to go to. I understand that. I understand that. Understand my Jesse. DJ is also setting up yeah, the I'm interview to actual play. So I'm trying yeah. to we're stalling engage now. with our oh, oh we're stalling. Yeah. Yes. So let's see what Patrick you're, is saying. You're padding, you're padding for me to get this set up. Who's Thanks. still at RFD, Dom? Oh. Justin? Everybody's oh. at RFD? So if you guys are at RFD right now, please tune into the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Yes. Can we put it on the big screen? Because is that possible? We are getting ready to play um, the interviews from Jess Feeney and Frankie J. So, so please inbox your friends. Up. Tell everybody that this is about to go down. So please listen to this. Uh, Pete's like, it was professional and mature. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. All right. He, so he came for the Jerry Springer shit. All right. So we're going to get into that right now on the Dot Comedy Podcast. All right. Frankie J. Welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. How are you today, sir? I'm fine. Candace, how are you guys? Quite well, quite well. I'm so good, we have. A couple of questions that we just wanted to ask you um, regarding, you know, freedom of speech and comedy. So um, question number one is, in comedy, do you believe that there is any subject matter that should be completely off limits? No. I am a comedian of the opinion that there should be no political correctness in comedy. Okay. Okay. None. I'll give you an example. Go ahead. If we created a list and allowed anyone, including comedians, to indicate a particular subject that should be put on this list, and that subject should be banned from all comedy. We can start with rape. And for me, 
I detest comedians who make jokes about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. So that should be on the list. Gotcha. And I'm sure other people have other things should be on the list, cancer or um, sexual jokes about anal sex. If mm-hmm. we go down that path, eventually there will be no jokes left other than knock-knock jokes. Mm-hmm. Knock-knock, who's there? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an excellent point, um, that there's something that's sensitive to, to everybody. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, okay, so question number two. Does being on stage impact the jokes that you're willing to tell? And let me explain that. Um, it's Is there different types of jokes that you would tell when you are on stage professionally performing versus the types of jokes you would say if you're with your friends or something like that? Uh, yes, of course. Now, if you're asking me, should there be political correctness in a different type of social setting? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If I'm at the dentist or at a friend's home, mm-hmm. of course, there should be political correctness. But you're at a comedy club. This is my job. Mm-hmm. This is it. Okay. If you cannot tell jokes, jokes now at a comedy club, then something is totally wrong with our society. I understand why Jess could be upset. Mm-hmm. And I give you my word, guys. I have apologized to her. Mm-hmm. But I am not going to apologize for the subject matter of the joke. Right. There is well, no joke police. I'm sorry. Well, if it were, then I'm going to start right now. And I want you guys to help me. From this point forward, I will stop using the rape joke. If you can convince other comedians to stop using jokes about my Lord and Savior, and we can add to this list, and I will help you guys enforce it in the DMV. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure, when do we cut off the list? Yeah. I think that's a good point. No. You're saying it's a slippery slope. That's a good point. You're saying it's a slippery slope. Right. Once you um, bar one subject matter, you can basically start a slope where you bar them all, and yeah. then we have no comedy. Well, right. I did want to throw this exactly. at you. So, so with, you know, obviously on stage versus off stage, you know, uh, you know, at a comedy club versus, you know, a p- social setting is a little bit different. Um, but, you know, I agree. We, but yes. we kind of have, uh, you know, some weird situations with uh, with some of the places we perform because some of them are where we're putting on a show, but it's not necessarily a comedy club. It's like a bar, and they just happen to yeah. be having a comedy show that night. So there's people in there that may not necessarily be there for comedy. So I mean, is there? Do you? I mean, is that you know, as far as you're concerned, that's just a comedy club, and that's you know, if there's a show that night, and they you know they had the opportunity to know there was a show, and they can make their decisions based on that, or is it something where, you know, a little bit of consideration for the fact that some people may not have come for the show and you might want to treat it more along the lines of the social, you know, that social circle that we discussed uh, as an example earlier as well? Uh, I see your point. Um, I'm going to say for myself personally, uh, no, it's there's no difference. It's, yeah. in my opinion, a comedy venue, although some people may be there just to have drinks and have dinner with their family. Mm-hmm. Now, I let me tweak that a little bit. If they're like kids, you know, kids, yeah. of course you have to be a little bit more professional than that. But you're in a room full of adults, no holes barred. Yeah. There is no subject matter off the table. I, okay. I, I like that. I totally agree. Okay, and so the third question is, do you feel as artists we have a responsibility to each other as members of the stand-up community um, so that, uh, like the message or the material that we're spewing, do we have a responsibility to make sure it's something that's 
has a has a message, has some sustenance. Right, and the message is, if you think I'm, you know, promoting that we should all go out and buy duct tape, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just right. a joke. Right. Now let me let's do this. Let's analyze the joke absent the subject matter. And my opinion is a well constructed joke. It's a very short and simple setup. Mm-hmm. The timing and cadence of the joke, in my opinion, is very good. Mm-hmm. And the beauty about that joke, the punchline is one word. Yeah. Duct tape. You mm-hmm. guys are comedians. You know how difficult that is to write a decent joke when it's with just sharp one word, one word punchline? Yeah. And yeah, I have yeah, I used that. that joke very difficult, up and actually. down the East Coast. I use it on the West Coast. I have never, and repeat that, never been approached by a paying customer saying, Frankie, please don't use that joke. It was very offensive. Or if someone got up and left. Or the promoter or the club owner came to me and said, Frank, people are very upset by that joke. Please don't use that joke. That has never happened to me. Okay. As far as my concern is basically it's an edgy joke, but right. never once do I suggest that we rape someone. Right. The whole premise of the joke is, it is just here's a, joke. a roll of duct tape and I use it on a date. That is it. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. And I think that lends validity to it. If you if you performed it professionally and been paid to perform it and, you know, these people who are since your employers at the time have not complained about it, that does lend validity to the joke. OK, so we wanted to wrap it up. We didn't want to um, take up too much of your time. So we'll just give you a few seconds to do any promoting of um, appearances that are upcoming for you. Oh, well, actually, this Sunday, uh, I'm in a very brief scene on HBO's Veep, starring cool. Julia okay. Dreyfus. It's just a background role, very quick, but it should be airing uh, this Sunday. So, oh, that's very cool. Awesome. Very, very cool. Cool, I, cool. I was on Veep cool. last year, so. All right, sweet. Very cool. cool. Castmates. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie, so thank you. End, I'm sorry, if we're going to end this, I want to end this on one, you know, thing. Sure. Hashtag, no joke police. No joke police. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for your time, Frankie. We really appreciate it. Um, so we've recorded sure. this, and it'll it'll be sure. running later on the podcast. I'm still in New York, guys. I'll see you, off, you know, soon on stage. I know I will. Thanks, Candace. All okay, right. perfect. All right. Bye. Take care, bud. All right, now we are back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And again, that was a that was a nice little interview with Mr. Frankie J. Right. That was a good That was very good. I mean, it was very insightful. It wasn't wasn't catty, wasn't uh wasn't a whole bunch of nonsense in there and he and he got his point out. I mean, seriously, do we do do we do we have that we, we have that ability as comedians, you all do. I'm not a comedian, I'm a DJ. I play offensive music. I play booty shaking music. Isn't that right, Candace? <laughs> so you play so, that rap play trap music. I play trap music so so that everyone can listen to it and be happy about it. But again, it's it's not it's not offen- to me it's not offensive if it's told in a comedy setting. Because I'm only like I said previously, the only person who offends me in comedy is Justin Brown. <laughs> so Dude. Jesse, how do you feel? Well, do we want to get into our own opinions? Do we want to? Uh, I, th- get I think we should Jess's go for the first. second. You want to go for the yeah. second one? Let's yeah, go let's ahead and, and we'll get, get pushed through, and then we'll and then we'll all you think so? We'll put it yeah. together. Above. We need to let pe- the people hear Jess as well, all right. so they can hear both of the opinions back to back, and then we can discuss it and open up the discussion <laughs> also for the live viewers, and then they can see if they care about our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll have their own opinions on it. Yeah, I'm can, sure. I'm sure. Most interact. of them will. All right, so we'll play <laughs> Je- we'll play Jess's interview coming up right now. Hi, Jess. Thank you for joining us this evening. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem. So we just have a few questions for you. Three questions. We're going to run them down. Um, the first question is: In comedy, 
Uh, do you believe anything should be considered off limits? Now, we all you've been very vocal about um, saying that rape is a topic that should be considered off limits in comedy. Are there any other topics that you feel just should not be tackled uh, in a humorous way? Uh, no, I don't think that uh, any topic should really be off limits, um, including rape, actually. I, uh, I think that it is possible to make a good rape joke. Um, however, I think you need to be careful about uh, who is the punchline in your joke, like what message you're kind of sending. I think it's fine for a man to make a joke about rape as long as the victim of the rape in that joke isn't who it, everyone is laughing at. I see. Um, okay. That That is an, yeah. a really good point. Okay. All right. As long as the rape victim is not the punchline of the joke, you feel yeah. that's the point that's sensitive to you. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't, you know, I think... Uh, in comedy, you kind of always have to think about the message that you're spreading. I mean, you have a microphone. You're talking to a large group of people a lot of the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're putting ideas out there, uh, in a time when rape is still a very big fear for women and you're talking to, you know, a room half full of women, I think it's a weird message to send that, uh, you know, rape victims are something to laugh at and gotcha. not be taking seriously. Okay. okay. Understand that. She's kind of uh, answering the other questions before I even ask them. So, yeah. so <laughs> that's, a, that's a good lead into I our next a lot question. About it. <laughs> yeah. So the the next question was, does being on stage impact the jokes that you tell? So when we say that, what we mean is what you think is humorous and what you would present as your set on stage. Are those the same types of things that you would joke about in a different setting that isn't a prof- you professionally performing comedy? Uh, yeah, I think I think there is a time and a place for different kinds of humor. Um, and when I hear these uh, these jokes being told, I, I understand that a lot of these comics have heard uh, the great comics, you know, uh, in the industry, uh, Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld, uh, you know, what have you. They hear these people sort of towing the line with these issues and um, talking about things like rape and things that we might find uncomfortable. The difference between open mic comics and these great big name comics is that we've known them for years. We already trust them. Right. We've already heard how they feel about different kinds of issues, and uh, we already kind of know their general point of view. So when they toe the line like that, we have enough information about them uh, to know that they are not coming from a place of hatred. Right. If you're seeing someone for the first time, uh, and they've only got five minutes, and you can't really get that sense, and you only have one message to send, you know, try to make it something good, something that's going to positively impact the general feeling of a room full of people. Absolutely. Okay. Which you kind of already answered the last question, which was, <laughs> which was, do we have a responsibility to each other as artists and members of a stand-up community to make sure we have a message in our material, to not just get up there and be throwing shit against the wall, but to actually have something to say. Do we have a responsibility for that as artists? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think you have to necessarily try to do it, like try and send a, a positive or a worthwhile message. Uh, I think it helps, but I think uh, what we have to remember is that comedy, more or less, is sort of us selling our point of view mm-hmm. to the audience. It's mm-hmm. It's us trying to get them to relate to us and like, look, hey, this is how I feel about the world. You think you're on board. And that's what makes people laugh and, you know, respond to comedy. 
So, you know, no, you don't necessarily have a duty to put out positive messages and what have you, but just know and be aware of the fact that whatever messages you're sending, be they negative or positive, you are transfusing those those messages mm-hmm. to a lot of different people. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, do what you want, but be aware of uh, the effect that you're having. Got it. Got it. Oh wow! All right, that was that was amazing. That was great. So, yeah. um, well, this is the part of the show where we give you um, a few seconds to plug your upcoming appearances because those are all the questions we have. So, tell us where we can see you next, Jess. Uh, my upcoming appearances. Yes, please. Where can we see you next? Yeah, uh, this Friday I'm actually doing two shows. I'm doing a show uh, hosted by Alex Starr. We're doing a filming of uh, Rod Smallwood with me and a couple other great comics. Okay. That show's going to be at Wonderland Ballroom at 8. And awesome. then I'm scooting over to Jam and Java uh, in Vienna for the Later Late Show, hosted by Ben Daniels. Um, that starts at 10.30, and that is all tomorrow night. Both awesome. great rooms. Awesome. Awesome. Very great, great rooms. shows. Do you have a Twitter handle? What's Do your what? T- your Twitter, Twitter handle. handle. A Twitter handle? Yeah, uh, my Twitter handle is at JustFeeny. All right. All right. Fantastic. Um, Cute, thank, right? Yep. <laughs> thank you for your time, Jess. That uh, That's all we, we needed from you. Thank we you so much. we got to get you over to Ziva one of these days. Definitely. Yes, please. Anytime. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining <laughs> us, Jess. Have a good night. Take care. All right. Thank you so much. And we're back on the Die Comedy Podcast. Again, we want to thank Miss Jess Feeney and Mr. Frankie J for sitting in with us and uh, having an a interview with Miss Candace August. The, uh, the yes, yes. The uh, editorial interviewee. Am I the journalist? Yeah, you're the, you're or the company know. journalist, I guess. That okay, would, that sounds good. Called. I like it. All right, so lead so investigator, at least on this topic. <laughs> I'm so the let, Barbara let, Walters of dot com. Let's pull this. Let's pull this together with the dot comedy family itself. Do you all feel there is a line you can't cross as a comedian? I'm conflicted on this. I was conflicted on this when the subject first came because. I was also on the side where I don't believe that censorship should be in comedy at all. But we run a room where we've, we've realized we have to tell people, you if you are say, not black, yeah. you cannot say the N-word. Very and true. that's one thing that we learned from trial and error, that certain things not only hurt the room. I mean, where they, where they hurt the room for all the comedians that are following you. So there's a joke that's offending the whole audience and it affects everyone else being able to have a fair shake from the audience, then that joke shouldn't be done. With that said, though, with that said, though. Which speaks to why we asked that question about is there a responsibility from comic to comic? Well, with that said, though, that particular joke I've seen work in certain rooms and not do well in other rooms. So I think that's one of those things where certain rooms can have that kind of humor and certain rooms cannot. But, okay. it, you know, if you're in a room where it cannot handle that kind of humor, then it shouldn't be said in that kind of contact. Okay. All okay. right, jo- Joey, Candace, do, um, do, you th- do you believe there's a line? <sighs> See, yes and no. It, it all really kind of depends on what's happening. There are subjects that are going to be sensitive to everybody. I am sensitive about my weight, so I don't particularly like fat jokes. I um, Me, you and me both are f- fucking hate oh when people make fun God. of my weight okay let's keep it moving um i love fat jokes and i'm the fattest one here um but, 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 have I, you seen my love handles i just said that to say this every loud. 
I just said that to say this. Everybody has an area of sensitivity. And if we bar, if we start the censorship wagon, when does it stop? So we, it's like Frankie said, once we start to censor things, then we don't have comedy at all. Now, are there subjects that I think are completely off limits? I don't know if there are subjects that I think are completely off limits, but there are subjects that I think can't be funny to me, like okay. um, child molestation jokes and things. That will never be funny to me. It cannot be funny to me. Now, does that mean that it shouldn't be said? I think it's in poor taste, but we are artists. So everything is free game. That's okay. just that just isn't going to be funny. Um, but that does not mean that it shouldn't be said. I mean, to me, it just comes down to straight math. I mean, you look at you got to be responsible with regards to yourself. I do believe 100 um, percent, as Jesse was mentioning, there's absolutely and a lot of us don't treat it this way. But stand-up is a team sport. Every time we go into a room, it's not a, oh, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. We all, Everyone wants to approach it as an individual thing. It's a team sport. We're all trying to make this audience laugh. If we all work together and not like – and to to make make that audience have a good time that's more audience for all of us none mm. of us are on the level that we're going to be retaining fans from one show and then carry them to the next show just because they saw us one time at an open mic so we should all be trying to build every open mic by doing uh by you know trying to if there's a few people there give them a great experience so they go tell their friends and they come out and see the comedy scene there's a reason that bars don't want to put on comedy shows and you see them come and go is because comedy shows have a reputation for being like AA meetings for comics. So you absolutely do have a responsibility to try to put on a great show for each other just so that we all have a place to go. Because if we all go and do whatever we want, eventually there's not going to be any comedy rooms left. I think that the reasons why venues don't want to have, and these are things that I found when I was scouting out venues for rooms, the reason why they don't want to have comedy is because they know it's going to be a bunch of offensive subject matter. So they're like, okay, if we can put you guys in a little room by yourself, that's fine. But if our other respectable customers are going to hear the stuff that you're talking about, we can't have that. Well, there's that and so that's exactly what we're talking about is like when you go to a comedy show, you should understand that this is going to be adult subject matter right. of any kind. And, and to Jesse's point earlier, like he said, you know, some, that joke works on some rooms and not others. And I think, I think a lot of new comics fall in this trap of – when they're new, dirty jokes, raunchy jokes, those type of jokes, they'll hit in certain rooms. They'll get laughs, and they'll go, oh, I'll, I'll just keep doing that. That's getting me laughs. And the problem is a lot of those laughs are uncomfortable laughs. People are laughing because they don't know what else to do. But the thing is, if they're laughing because they're uncomfortable, they're never going to come back. They don't wanna, they're not going to be there. They're like, that was really awful. I laughed because I felt like I, sh you know, I didn't know what else to do. But, you know, but I think that, uh, you know, th but that you losing audience when that happens. Yeah. So, I mean, have patience, you know, do the work. It's like it's OK. G you know, getting getting used to silence sometimes is part of the growing. Oh, process. yeah, that's part of the process. Yeah. Um, you got to figure that out. But, you know, from a, from an, on the subject of, you know, are there subjects that you should stay off of? Um, not for any moral reason, but mm -hmm. mathematically, let's take the rape one since that's the most recent thing yeah. right um how many what's the percentage you would say uh chance that you're gonna actually make people laugh with the joke that's about that subject it depends on where you are well the way the, the way uh, when you were going with math this is where i thought you were going with because we discussed this on uh the fighters block podcast and it was a very uh, a different equation but there was a math equation to it too the ratio of how funny it is versus how offensive it is 
because I've actually seen people say, like, I've actually seen white guys say racist jokes that are so funny and they're said in a certain cadence where it's okay. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone laughs. We know that it's okay. So it has to be funnier than it is offensive. Right. So I'm saying overall, overarching, what's the chance that just based on that that subject material versus the field? Yeah. You know, it, that's not it, one that's that's obviously a hot button topic for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's a high risk, low reward. It's my yeah. it's my suggestion. I would, I would agree with that. And that's why you never see you don't see a lot of great comics doing it. The you know one comic who's been successful, Daniel Tosh, did one of those and he got skewered for it. Yeah, and he even ended up issuing an apology. <laughs> Here's the thing: is anything can be funny if you're funny enough. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. And there there are certain things that are more difficult to make humorous. So it's like, do you want to do that work? Are you that confident? Are you that talented? Are you that good to take this really, really sensitive subject matter and have and disarm people and have it be funny and not offensive? But is it really that worth it? I mean, you're talking well, about one joke in a routine. Are you going to be the I one that makes so. that, that changes? That? Is that going to make you make you or break you as a comedian? No, well, not, well, not I will this, say this specific thing, right? Because I don't think that rape is that funny or yeah. again child molestation these are not things that i would take my risks on because they're not important to me yeah. but i say racist things i say things about you know Hassan being indian and he's 7-eleven indian that's maybe a risk that someone else wouldn't take but right. since it's part of my story and part of the things that i think are funny i do take a risk for that well, right you you guys have read the comedy bible and that's, correct? and that's a great point too you heard Damn. your story. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I want Jesse. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to hit on that because that's, that's a great point. <laughs> you want to hit on that? All right, no, no, cool. no, 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 no. Just real quick, like you said, it's part of your story. If you, no one, I mean, I hope that no one is talking about rape because it's part of their story. Part of their story, yes. And you know, unless it's <laughs> unless you're a victim, then you could do whatever you want. I would say uh-huh. that's that's up to you. But I mean, you really you don't want that to be part of anyone's story. So I'm sorry, Jesse. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I wanted to hit. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, in the Comedy Bible, it says, you guys read the Comedy Bible, correct? Yes. In the Comedy Bible, it says you have to learn the rules before you can break them. Yes. So if you're going to do something crazy, it's like um, it's like trying to slam, it's trying to dribble the ball up the court and slam dunk, but you don't know how to dribble, so you're never going to be able to do that. You're just going to look like a fool. Yeah. So unless you know the basics, then you can actually, then you can actually do the trick moves. Yeah. yeah. I can, I that's can the best example that. I can think of. That's a, that, and that's a good way to that's a good and, way to and, put and it. And to your point, though, actually, I've actually heard um, uh, certain comedians. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's from New York. He's a Puerto Rican guy. He's a he's an actual like professional comedian. He's not an open micer, and he talked about his traumatic experience, and that's the way he dealt with it. But it was actually hilarious, and he that was just his way of dealing with it. Yeah. So you can actually talk about it. And if you're talented enough, you can actually make the experience funny for everyone in a way that's kind of you yeah. kind of releasing your pain kind of thing. But that's yeah. very difficult to do there. I think there are. Few oh, the guy's people. a beast. The guy's a genius. But yeah. that was one thing that he did one time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right, guys. So, I mean, we, we've gotten it out in the open. Yeah. The world knows our feelings on it. We want you, the viewers at home and the listeners online, to tell us how you feel. So throughout the next week. We will we will be posting on the dot comedy DMV page, 
As far as what, how do you feel about the subject? How do you feel yeah. about how you feel about offensive jokes in general? What's off What's off limits to you? What's off limits to you as a as a comic thing? and as yeah. an audience member? What's off limits? Yeah. How do you feel? Because again, this is this is how we grow as comedians. This is how the community as a whole grows. And if nothing's off limits to you, hey, say the say the joke that you feel on the Dad Comedy DMV page, and we will. Well, again, we love everything that comes out of DMV because that's what yep. we are. We are we are part of this whole scene. And as we both believe in DMV. Anthony Jezelnik is not funny. As, you both comedians, as both comedians did say during their interviews, they neither one believes in censorship of comedy. So, right. so it's a ma- let, let's not let's not put that on t- on the table for everyone to uh, to jump on on the uh, bandwagon of. And an important thing too about. Um, Jess Feeney's uh, point about um, how the joke is perceived. For example, she was talking about the rape victim being the butt of the joke, as opposed yeah. to yeah, yeah, that's that's an important thing that yeah. um, very important, very important. It's an important thing I hadn't considered until I heard I heard it discussed. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, and I think Kareen made a good point. Prison rape jokes go hard. People do laugh a lot at that, and it's like because the woman isn't being victimized in that. Well, you're a prisoner that. You know, it's in jail that you know supposed to be a criminal, so it's a little it's bit like easier to like swallow. It's like almost like he deserves it. It's well, easier to swallow. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was cheap as hell. I, I didn't even do that on purpose, <laughs> but I'm gonna act like I did. Uh, Is it better or worse? I think, it's, I, I think it's funny how you blushed as soon as you said it. Feels <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's easier to swallow. Uh, Red. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but we're gonna take a quick break on the Die Comedy Podcast, folks. We'll be back. With the Civil War of Dot Comedy. Oh, man. I'm the world, Civil War. The world I of Dot Comedy almost came to an end. And we're going we're gonna to put it out there for you all's enjoyment. And for their opinions, too. And for your opinions. Let's see if I was wrong. Because remember, we are the Dot Comedy team, and we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. And this segment is brought to you by Pretty Funny Mondays at Recessions Lounge in Washington, D.C. Come on out and see Miss Candace August every second and third, second and fourth. First. First and third. First and third, yes. First and third Monday. So the next time we'll be back is June um, 6th. Because I'm out of the country for the third Monday of this month. Okay. Pretty fucker Mondays. Viva la raza. Paint Feet Mondays at Recessions Bar. Jesse wants to be naked Pretty so bad, y'all. Mondays. Look at Jesse. Jesse wants to be naked so I need, bad. I need Jesse not to go in front of the camera. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. No, that's not happening on the Doc County Podcast. Oh, my good goodness, folks. We are back and taking the, the reins Please of Mike hilarious. number four. Uncle BJ. Say hi to everybody, Uncle BJ. Get off my lawn. <laughs> 
Oh man, but you know what, folks? We 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 as discussed previously in the last segment, that comedy had its own well with the with the release this week of Captain America Civil War. That comedy ended up having its own civil war. Now it did it did start a number of weeks ago where the aged members of Die Comedy decided to rebel. Not aged though, yeah. to rebel against those youngsters who. Wow! As, did as, you hear that, BJ? What he called us? I as, heard who as uh, as as, right. as old people like to do. They they wanted to go. Oh, you old you young people don't know nothing, and proceeded to go at me. I am not a comedian, but I'm funny. So I want the world to understand this when I tell you, BJ's old. BJ, you're old. Fuck you, Marsh. <laughs> so you got my mic down too low so I could tell the world. There you go. Fuck you. You realize that fuck came you. from Jesse. That's why and it's Fuck low. you, too. <laughs> oh, Before my you goodness. say anything. But that, but that was the start of the Civil You're War. not a real DJ. <laughs> I am a DJ. You Just because just you play music on a computer doesn't make you a DJ. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you just, put, you just play music. It's just Shots like I could get two fired. screens of YouTube and just make make music. <laughs> You know, know what? Saying? I am a DJ. Just because I keep taking these selfies yeah. don't make me a photographer. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know what makes me a DJ? What? When I play the slow jam hits in your mama's bedroom. Oh. oh. That was awesome. cheap. Right that before I leave because I don't have sex with women over 100 years oh. old. Because guess what? She'd have to be to have your old ass as her son. Now, <laughs> back to roasted the Civil wow. War. Good job, Xavier. <laughs> That might make you a gigolo, <laughs> but that doesn't make you a DJ. <laughs> Still. <laughs> exactly. Back to the dot comedy implosion, as it were, earlier this week. Tell, tell them how many times I quit dot comedy this week, Marcus. Uh Candace quit somewhere in an area four times from <laughs> dot comedy this week. She didn't um, even give her two-week notice. She didn't give her two-week notice. She, <laughs> Nothing. She said, I qu- she didn't say I quit either. She just left chat. Candace has well, left no. the conversation. That's the thing. It's hard to tell Candace. She likes to cry wolf with that shit, so she'll say Candace left the conversation. No, when she types it, you know she's still See, there. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, See, says, Facebook it for says it or she's saying it. <laughs> then you know. And and the last time she did it, 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 it took an act of God because it took me, the worst person in the, the whole the team of dot comedy, to actually call her and say, hey, What's wrong? I know <laughs> because I normally like, Is this happening. Normally that doesn't happen. It, it I accelerate situations like that. I I'm the one who goes, hey, hey Candace, I hope you don't feel bad about what Joey just said about you because you're fat and you're old. And then and then you go, oh my god, I can't wow. believe you. And then he, Candace has left the conversation. <laughs> so Candace came back. Hi Candace. Hi. Hi Candace. I've returned. Glad to have you, back. you have returned. Thank you. And the the issue started with communication in dot comedy. No, it started with intolerance and Joey's intolerance of anyone's idea that is not his own. That's what it started with. See, that's that bullshit. <laughs> Joey's the opinion Nazi. Exactly. Not. No words from you. <laughs> he starts off completely closed instead of open to the idea. You want opinion? And, and then I we have to opinion. work from there. We have to chip away to get to, to the point where he's actually open to listen instead of starting open and then making a decision based on that. This is that glass house pot kettle bullshit because y'all <laughs> have an opinion. You post shit and then I reasonably accept and say look this is what i think about it these are my concerns and what i'm responded with is you don't listen to us 
I, I, Joey, you hate us. It's not even, you don't even read what I write. It's just restating the shit. Yep. Because, every time. Because, Joey, you click every, you all the time. It's like two seconds from we're just having a conversation to you're blowing up. Do you remember that time at Zeba when we were trying to get you to change the music me and Jesse were hosting? And you were like, no! And you were screaming and throwing stuff. We're like, seriously? You could have just said, no, I don't have that song. Like, it, it, your temper is like, it's a hair trigger temper. And no. it, and a lot See, of times it doesn't even need to go it's there. It's all that backed up sperm getting in the way of your decision making skills. <laughs> They need to mute him. He's not helping no, this conversation don't mute at all. Him. Don't mute him. Don't mute him. Don't mute him. No, 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 no. If he has something constructive to add to the conversation, <laughs> then he can get on mute. Okay. Because let, let, I'm not I throwing shade on people. people, no matter how old they are. <laughs> I would like to talk to our live viewers and tell them exactly what happened. So I wanted to do um, the piece on censorship and comedy, and I wanted to have Jess and, and Frankie um, on the show. And Joey was like n- immediately, just like no. That's and, not what happened. Uh, can I tell? All my right, fine. Tell me your story. Just fine. immediately, just like no. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? We have a segment of the show that is what's going on in DC comedy. That's that's the portion of the show. This is what's going on in DC comedy. It's the most inflammatory, um, you know, topic that's going on right now. It's the most relevant thing." Why would we not do this? What sense does it make to not do it? And Joey was like, well, you know, we don't want to seem as though we're taking sides, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I understand that. He said, so, well, blah, 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 is that bullshit right on, there? Hold on, hold <laughs> on. He said, we don't want to seem as though we're taking sides because that could be um, detrimental to our careers. There's a lot of click, clickish things in D.C. and you don't want to be shut out from an open mic or something like that because you are seen as taking sides from somebody else. I completely understand that. So I said, you know, here's what we'll do. We will have, um, you know, them call in separately, and I'll, I'll make sure it's completely, um, you know, objective and, and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't seem like we're taking sides. We're just letting them tell their story. And so I made this good point, and then jo- it was like, okay, we'll take a vote. The vote started to go my way, and then Joey says, I'm making an executive decision. We're not doing it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me all lies 100% okay one more and then i'm done and okay. then i'm done okay and then so then after um he said i'm making an executive decision we're not having him on the show and i'm like are you fucking kidding so he opens the boat up again and it was me bj and jason who were voting to have these two guests and it was him joey and marcus voting not to have the guests so if you're keeping count oh we're God. winning Right. This we are like winning. It. So what does he do? He disenfranchises blue and says blue's vote doesn't count because blue won't be here. He adds Jesse hasn't been in our podcast chat for like five fucking months. But he was but, on earlier. But, but because but because Jesse was going to vote the same way that Joey was all of a sudden, not only he's is he added to the chat, but he's also given a vote. Somebody who hasn't and the person who blue who's been on the show all the time, his votes taken away. But Jesse's counts. For one show, why? Because Blue's vote was against yours, and Jesse's was on the same side as you. That's bullshit, and you know it. Um, actually, first of all, none of what you said is true. A hundred percent false from the jump. Wow, BJ, from the were jump. you there? Were you there? Yes, I'm pulling it up right he's now. Pull, he's pulling up. I'm the, going uh, to facts because okay, okay, you hold are hold going hold from hold memory hold off of your emotional state where you just decided to not pay attention to jack shit and see things the way you want to see them, which is what you always do. And that's why you have that perception of me. Well, real quick, before you go back to the facts, uh, for those that are listening and possibly watching, you see how Joey went from, like, 
zero to twelve. Did you see that? This is what we deal with in the because radio. No, 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 no. It's my wait, turn. It's my turn. Wait, no, 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 wait, wait, no, wait, my wait. turn. Joey, 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 Joey. Hold on. He's Hold his on. own remember, hype man. Remember, remember, he remember is the following. Everyone needs. Everyone needs to remember the following. I am the executive producer of the Dot Comedy Podcast. That's correct. So, what Candace stated was very was very true in her mind. Wow. Thank you. So. Wow. Did it not happen that way? It no, did it did not at all. Wow. Okay, so You didn't take Blue's vote away and give a vote to Jesse who hadn't even been in the podcast for five months? No, that's not what happened. Wow. That's not what happened. No. Because we, we actually Blue had never involved. Blue, Blue never voted in the first place, which is why that didn't matter. We never, Blue wasn't involved in the conversation because he was in fucking Arizona. Okay. Okay. All right. Jesse was going to be on the podcast that week. So, of course, since he has a stake in what's going to be on the show he's talking about, has a vote. That makes perfect sense. Let me ask you something. And I did not know what he was going to vote in advance, by the way. Also, you you painted it that way. Has any other podcast guest ever been involved in voting on the subject He's not a podcast guest. He's a member of the team. He's a member of the family. You were not kicked out. You left. You left. He, you quit. You left the chat. You weren't kicked out. Don't do that. Don't do that. That is not true. I know they can't hear you. They can so hear here is what I said. Here are the reasons why I quit. I said, Joey, the pot, the last podcast had literally three viewers when I tuned in. I was one of the viewers. Cam on was on the show viewing himself. He was the second viewer, and the third viewer was um, Freddie Ramirez. It was midnight I on a Friday. Okay, that's not the point. It's midnight now, when we got at least tw- like fifteen or twenty people. Because we promoted uh, but, we advanced, but, but you also didn't do. But my point is, so I was like, we have a subject that people are going to want to hear about, and we'll get a couple. We'll get at least a few people to tune in, especially the comics. I was like, why would you? veto something that's actually going to get listeners. If you want to continue to do a podcast that only the four of us listen to, we don't need a fucking podcast for that. We could just call each other on three-way. Oh, we have a podcast? This is what I'm saying. Okay, so... And so I was like, if you want to keep doing a show that only the two of us are viewing, then you could do it by yourself. Because what what is the point of of the podcast? Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I want to address the fact that you said something patently false that I was against the idea from the jump, which is not true. Because the first thing you said, you Blue was actually Blue's idea in the first place, not yours. And then Blue that's said, "That's not true. That I is, said it." Nope. You said, "Actually, Blue, I think that's an excellent idea." Because Blue said it the day before. Would you want to talk about the hub of NBC comedy era with uh, whatever's going on with Frank and Jess? Right, right there. I, no, but I was, was the one who idea. said to have them on the show. That's what we were arguing, but not the, talking the about topic, it. Talking about it because you said I didn't want to talk about it, which is not also not true. That's also not true. So. No, go back up. Go back up, Joey. I because again, we get, we have all facts. So this is how it's Scroll started. down, scroll down. Right there, where Candace starts. You didn't want right to where have Ca- the right guess. what Candace says, but we should we should broaden it instead of talking about the comics in and on, on our scene and a ridiculous Facebook feed. We could discuss if comedy is safe is a safe space for rape jokes and why, why or why, and why not. not. Yeah. Now to that, you stated. Scroll down. That's an easy no. That's an easy no because that was responding to the why, why or why not, not okay. saying we shouldn't do the topic. Because because I, because rare is talent. Okay, I, 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 that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candace, it's a freedom of speech versus social taboo. 
versus autistic license. Autistic license conversation. Yeah. Disagree. It's math. What's math? That's blue. Blue chiming in now. This is again now. Now, it, now, Joey. We were discussing it. If I didn't want to discuss it, I would have addressed it then, which is not happening. We're actually having the conversation. Which we're having. The, we're having a conversation. This is where the conversation starts. Okay. It does. It does seem. Now, here, listen to me. It does seem that at that point you were saying no to the conversation to to having the conversation of any kind. It does seem that way. How does it seem that because way? Because it starts with we're having it. I know we're having it there. But, but you when, ha- you sta- you when you start off, when you start no. off, that's an easy no. Okay. Their their first perception of the whole thing is Joey is against it all. Even though I said even because, and I addressed the oh issue, yeah, which e- is e- the question you just asked. Even though you said because, you started off with the negative. And this is okay. something that I'm I'm learning more and more as I teach managers that work with me. You can't start a meeting off with negative and expect positive results from the meeting. So when you get to the point where it all starts off with someone thinking, oh, yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with this, no matter what you say from that point affecting change and possibility, they're going to keep in their head, he doesn't want to do it, so he doesn't care. But here's the problem. I Then we said fine, and still today we're at, I didn't want to do it from jump, which is still not true. Okay. Even at this point, you know, this is me agreeing to the topic right here. Oh, the topic, Joey, the thing that we were debating is whether or not to have the guests on. No, you said the you whole were, thing. You, you were just, patently did I just against not? that. Hold on. You were, you, you, he you was were not, against he was having not. the guests on. You were like, I don't want to get into the feud and take sides. He, he did not. He did not. He wanted to talk about the topic itself. Now this is this is where we this is where we start to defer again. He wanted to talk about the topic. He didn't want to have the guest because it, again, right. if the guest in the same for the same reason I voted no too initially to the guest because mm. if the guest took and stood on their own pedestal mm. and spewed out their their logic and we couldn't get a counterpoint or it became a fight. And for yeah. the record, didn't do that. your vote of blue wing vote for them. He said right there he thought it was a bad idea. But hold on, but you three. Wouldn't be there. Jesse would be much better. Yeah, right there. So, your whole argument is invalid. Whatever. You still brought uh, Jesse in. So it would have <laughs> mattered because Blue would have voted the way you, I wanted to vote anyway. So you're still wrong. It like this is that shit. You wonder why I get angry? It's because this is what like, happens. How do you to think Blue voted against day? Because Blue stated. Because if you again, no, 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 no. See that shit. Not looking at. Did crap. y'all see that? Did y'all see that zero to one hundred? No, Did no, y'all no. see it? It is because this is exactly why I get upset. It's right because here. Because it's we just went over it. I just explained things in detail. This happens every day. I'll explain it. Makes perfect sense. And then it'll be Joey just doesn't agree with us. And then it'll be well, I didn't read anything, but I agree with Candace that. He doesn't agree with anything because you didn't follow jack shit of the facts of what happened. Okay, so while we you know, scrolling, just because you talk louder and slap your hand into your other hand doesn't doesn't make, make it make but it accurate. The fact also, that that is what happened does. Also, while we're scrolling, we're not gonna scroll to the part when you said you're making an executive decision uh, against our vote. Go to that. Are we scrolling? Or the exa- not? only executive decision I made wasn't to not have them. It was that if we couldn't have both, I didn't want to have either because I didn't think that was fair. That was the only part I said executive decision. And I left the rest of it up to debate, up to the vote, which was fair. Only thing I said was, if we can't have both, I don't want to have either. Right. I recall that. And that was the last discussion that we were on. And then all of a sudden, it went back to, are we going to have them on or not? I, that, uh, that here, was never. And here, that's when here, Jesse was brought here's, in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing on that. Here's the thing on that. 
Now, once you once we said we would have them on, no one ever got back to me. We never confirmed that we were no going to have them on. That, no one confirmed that they had talked to either one of the either one of the guests. So we couldn't. We could. We had. We said, "Are we going to have them on?" And then we didn't get a hundred percent response. So we said, "Okay, if we're not going to have them on, not we need them both. If we can't have them both, we're going to say no to the whole thing." Right. Which was where we ended, and yes. then all of a sudden we got back to, "Are we going to have them on at all?" And we, we brought never, Jesse we never in for finished, the vote. No, no, no. We never finished having that conversation. We were, we were about to have that vote, and then I threw in the curveball of, "Wait a minute, what are we going to do if one of them can't make it?" And then I was like, "Never mind. We're just not going to do that." That was the only thing we did. The the vote for whether or not we had them on was still going to happen. That just didn't. It just there was a, a a part where we said, "Okay." Well, then I'm wrong. We I thought that, that was two. already understood. I thought that was already understood that we were going to have them on, and then and I said I can solve the bias issue by we can have them both call in separately. We don't have to have them in here together because it might be a problem. Um, I thought we had already gotten past it. I didn't know we were still on. Are they going to be here or not? Because we we were already discussing how we were going to have them on and how we were going to call in. So I assumed we were past that. Okay. I mean, I, what it boils down to is communication and assumptions. Okay. We need to effectively communicate. So BJ, BJ, you're you're you've been somewhat of an outside observer. Yes. I know you you have some. I'm going to say this, and it's true. You have some biases because you've seen Joey's reaction to things throughout the time you've worked with that comedy. Yes. So there's bias in the side of you because it's, of that. It's hard to say it's bias. It's it's my experience. It's your, exper- your experience <laughs> with that. But again, do you see why he does that? Do you see? Do you see Mike it? Black said you have roid rage. <laughs> now here's the thing. He probably does. Have you not on numerous occasions acknowledged that I generally take a lot of things into account when I make a decision? I think you're very detail-oriented and you take a lot of data into consideration, yes. Okay. But when you go into a process of decision-making with your desired end goal in mind and you find that you will gather the information to support your own arguments, you don't go into it completely whiteboard ready to accept any and all things i go into say i don't want to do this i think so here's my reasoning why and then you're already off to the races no and i've explained this before i put i tell you guys what i think we should do and i tell you why we think we should do it expecting just so that all the concerns that i have are on the table and you guys can see them if you have an answer for one of those concerns, and we don't need to worry about it. That's fine. Like and I did that, and then you were able to say, See, there's like, a, one there's, of my concerns was there's the having difference them on right at the there. same time." There's the and you were able right to address there. it by saying, yes. "We'll have them separately," yes. which was fine. I agree and that, I, that and probably I, wasn't a good idea. And did I, did I agree with you instantly on that? Yes. The it's fundamental difference of what I'm trying to explain is you said you just said it yourself. I come at the conversation saying, "This is what I think we should do, and here's why." That's how you start the conversation as opposed to the which says, I'm putting this out there. Now you all have to defend it or fight against it or whatever and change my mind versus walking and saying, what are we I'm doing? I'm open to whatever. Yeah. You ask the question, what are we doing? You get input from everyone equally. When you walk in and say, this is what I want and why. Now explain to me why it should be something different. And when you've decided something can't or shouldn't be done, that's it. There's no how can we make this happen? What other things can like we change? Like five mics. That, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> no, no, we can't do it. And you set your argument and why then, we're not doing it. You set your argument, and then that has to be disproved in order for you 
to change your mind. Yeah. You're saying, I, I'm listening to everyone, but it's like, this is what, what it is. Now, if you can totally disprove it as opposed to saying, let's start with nothing at all. I don't all. say you t- totally disprove it. I, feel like I have always believed that collaboration leads for the best results. You say That's, that, but you don't no, act I that. I do. I do. I do so much you don't pay attention. Every time we post anything, I revamp, reiterate. Every time you guys say things, I'm changing. Like, what if we did it this way? What if we did it this way? What if we did it this way? We always do that. We always do that. I don't feel like in conversations with you or issues and subject matter with you that we're starting from ground zero and we're both and we're all arriving at these points and decisions together. I think you're starting from way far left or way far right, wherever you wherever your opinion already is. And like VJ said, we are having to convince you and bring you in. I feel everybody else is starting with an open mind. It's I don't think that's I think you guys have that perception, but I don't think that's accurate at all. I think I think there's two. No, it's not. There's two sides of it. Like you, uh, most of the time, there's there's you guys have an opinion, I and we have an opinion, and then there's the okay. And I see, here's what I see. I see myself changing my position constantly, working towards a common middle ground. I don't see you guys doing that at all, and that's why I get so frustrated, get so angry. You don't hear yourself talking. Uh, yeah, you don't hear yourself talking because you said I'm changing my position. As opposed to not really having a position to, to begin start with, with yeah. and everyone just because it's like, for instance, if there's not if, if there's we, not a topic that we need to have, here's uh, the deal. Uh, Look uh, at it from this perspective. Let's just say we decided we wanted to build a house, right? right? And we said the five of us in the room were going to build the house. Joey would have the house built. It would have four rooms downstairs, three rooms upstairs, garage on the left hand side, and in this nice curvy driveway. He's like, oh, this is what I've got. And then we have to walk up and go, well, wait, can we put five bedrooms downstairs and two upstairs and make no, the driveway? But you not already built the house. But you so now. We have to change as opposed to right, all five of us walking and shut up and I listen. Funded. See, that's it. and that's what you either say that from the beginning. Say this I thought is that was a given that that because you know there have been times you, you, we say well, it was like just, it is what it is, but it's like just say okay, walk up to this empty lot now. All five of us just going to build a house and each brick that is laid we build versus you have and you know what that's fine because you are the godfather of that comedy just but make the expectation don't say i'm trying to bring everybody and work on everybody when it's like but in the back of your head you know this is really my shit and i want it to be a certain way start that and then set that expectation because were, were you not staunchly opposed at first to us having frankie and jess on the show Frank? i my opinion was was that i thought that we were better off doing it without and that we didn't need to but i wasn't staunchly opposed to it no that's why i never I never said the only time I put in anything about executive decision on it was I did not under any circumstances want to have one of them and not the other. So it was either all or nothing. That was the only thing. The rest of it was vote from jump. And I never changed from that. I brought in Jesse because he said he wanted to be on to talk about that subject. And being someone who was going to be on the podcast talking about the subject he would have he would his input would be would be matter because he's going to be on the episode blue wasn't going to be on the episode so it didn't matter and that's the only reason i swapped them out but that was it okay well this is a micro this is a micro issue within the larger issue which i think is that you have anger management issues and you are very quick to rage. This is the dot comedy therapy session and for those it, that are listening. And out there, there might that might be something that you want to take a look at. I think that y'all need to not let me get crazy. Marcus, can you please help me out with this? Okay, that's the way to take personal responsibility. Okay. No, I do. No, no, but no, 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 no. 
you guys will see, everything I say is being turned against me into some type of thing because I'm like the bad guy. I thought it was obvious from Jump Street. Like if uh, Candace, as I mentioned to you numerous times, if it was the pretty funny podcast, this, that, the other, I'd be deferring to you. I'd suggest things to you, but I wouldn't. It's not an open forum where I'm, I'm not. If I wanted, if I was, if we were a group and we're all equal partners, but you understand. I fund everything. I'm all, and me and Marcus are the only ones who do anything with regards Stay to the production place, side bitch. of things. Well, well, say that. Don't thing, fake like there's a vote. Then there that vote. I would respect. There is just a be vote. like, listen, this is what we're gonna do. Don't pretend like there's a vote if if we're well, just gonna do what you want to do. When there's a vote, there's a vote. When there's not, there's Joey, not. Joey, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There is. There's no pretending. There's a vote. There is a vote process for this company. There's a vote process for the people sitting in this room right now when it comes to the podcast, who's going to be on it, and who's going to be a part of it. The reason we vote is so that everyone who's involved in this does not feel like they are not included in this. We include things that we don't want to do a lot of the time. There are lots of things that we, me and Joey have, have cowed down to, as it were, and say, you know what? It is what it is. The rest of the team says no. We'll go with the rest of the team's idea. It, if it comes down to, hey, we need to make a decision on this, it defaults back to, for the business mind of it, because, again, Dot Comedy, as I've, told, as I've had a conversation with Joey and I've had the conversation with, with plenty of people, Dot Comedy is three different parts. Dot Comedy is the, is the show, Dot Comedy is the podcast, and Dot Comedy is a production company. Mm-hmm. So in the three parts of Dot Comedy, if Joey is the operations, manage, operations head of two of the three arms of Dot Comedy, I am the operation head of the third arm. If it comes down to we need to make a decision and what finalized has to happen as a as a as a leader of that board of directors, we have to make that decision. And that's what and that's what and that again is it, completely understandable. And, that, and that's There's, what we don't we don't want to we don't want to get we don't want we do want to ask your opinion. That's the thing. So, so do, see, then it's a fu- it's, it's a function of vocabulary. Okay. When you introduce the word vote. Voting means that like the people have a set. That the majority wins. That, yeah, that, that, every that, time. That's what's going on. But that's on. not what's going to happen. But when you say, I just want to get you. Like I, I manage a staff in my in my daily daily profession. I will get their input. I will get their opinion. But ultimately, the decision is mine for whatever it is that we're trying to do. And that's said up front. I don't say let's vote because when you give people a vote, then they think, hey, we can overthrow the government here. We can we can we can do the majority will win. Now, there may be times where from the executive decision perspective, you do what the masses want as a result of their input. But by no stretch of the imagination was it a vote. It was like you heard something like, "Okay, we can do that. You, the, the the understanding, and I've always generally understood it, but I love a good fight from time to time, especially when it's a civil war. You know, Joey's the boss. Fuck, you know, it's all good. You guys are in charge here. I just work here. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm a half-assed host uh, at, <laughs> at, at, our, at our rooms, uh-huh. and I try to tell some jokes about it. But don't call it a vote because that, that, that gives it, that cloaks it in this whole uh, sense of democracy where there's an equal that say. That does when not fact, exist. Also, I think part of the problem is that sometimes – Sometimes I am looking to help create something from scratch, and in that case, there is an open vote. Like with this thing, there was a total open vote. There was no, there was no. I wasn't gonna say uh, decide not to. When I said it was a vote, it was a vote. My thing was that specifically that I just didn't want to have the one thing I wasn't willing to budge on was if we can't have both, we're not having either. That's it. But the the rest of it was, was totally up to a vote, and I didn't and I didn't. And then it off went of back to are we having them at all? And, and then the, no, it, it didn't. It never, it, it, it never did. That was your perception, but that's not what happened. Your point. T- the point is, you just said I wanted this like this, and this is what I wanted, and then the rest you guys can vote on. Just say I have final say. 
I'm fine with that. I couldn't And that's what shit. I said. I said I'm pulling an executive decision on this. Here's the thing. It was a vote because the only thing that I said this, the vote was for our, you know, do we have them or not have them? The the But you can't say do we have or not have them, but only if we do it like it's like it's like you said if we it's either all or nothing and damn it that's where it's going to be. What if the vote said no, we just want one. We it's okay with just having one and not the other. What because if the vote, that what? was the parameters that's what I'm damn. telling you. I'm giving you I'm giving you something so to vote like on. You, that we have the vote. We have the we have what parameters to vote on. Just He's like giving a, us the illusion of choice. Just no, like the just I'm like in the an election, you have one candidate or the other. You don't have a hey, let's get a hybrid guy in there. That's uh that's gonna do both things that both candidates are gonna do. No, he gave you the options, and we voted on the options that were put in front of us. Okay, we either go one hundred percent or we don't. And as as and and I've stated this, and again, if you don't want that, I'll just tell you what to do next time. That's, that's what better. That's what you know. That's not. That's not. That's not what we need to do. That, that's not what we need to do because, as I stated during our last, Dominic is stupid. Are y'all reading these comments? <laughs> I'm reading most of them. They are retarded as hell. As as I um, as I stated during our last board meeting, the boss is Joey. I can't. I can't stress this enough. Joey's the boss of all dot comedy because at the end of the day, it's his name. And his, he's the one that's financing brand, all of this shit. And so his financing that made I dot don't comedy have happen. a problem with that at all. So, I'm just wait. saying, don't pretend that there's a vote if there isn't. And I'm also, I mean, we, and also, we, we wait, you, real quick. you are the your own super delegate. Thing. You guys decide to <laughs> no, 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 no. Sometimes you guys just say, let's put this to something to a vote. I don't say that. Y'all say that, and I never did that. I went to you with a, a, with something that I thought, hey, what do you guys think of this? And then I ask for concerns. Okay, and then I try down. to come up with a compromise because I believe that having those ideas in there makes for a better thing. But generally speaking, if I'm asking, if I want to start from scratch and have everybody build to something, I will. And I have. But it's not that my translates fault. into it's if I want to hear from you, I'll but, tell you what I want to hear. But don't call you just us. We'll call you. That. You just told me to do that. No, no, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. But, but the, also, but the other thing was do. the other thing was sometimes you, you know the, the other situations that we've had in the past with voting is sometimes you'll say, well, let's put it to a vote. One of you guys says that, not me. I don't vote. Joey's a dictator, everyone. Oh, but here's he what I that shit. here's what I would like. Here's <laughs> what I would like. No, it's fine if you have a executive say. Obviously, it's your brand <laughs> and it's your it's your Mike shit. Mike B is a retarded as hell. He, 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 <laughs> she says so. Joey's fifty cent <laughs> of dot comedy and Marks is Tony Yeager. <laughs> I hate you so much, Mike B. <laughs> I I would not be Tony Yeo. <laughs> I would be more akin to. <laughs> No, y'all are Damon. Um, yeah, Damon Jay Z. I don't know how to do Dame it. Dame anyway. Jay Z. Oh no, that that. Anyway, wow. Joey, here. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who would be who in this situation. It's just like no. Joey would be Joey would be uh, Jay Z. Jo- <laughs> he, he's gonna be rich, and I'm just don't gonna do be that. Around. I'm not that fugly. <laughs> oh. All right, so so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> life's gonna be. Wow. Oh my God. So. Dot so in other words, Candace is coming out with a Lemonade album soon? Yeah, yeah oh pretty much. Or how's it going to be like Lemon Shasta? <laughs> <laughs> that comedy as a whole. We Are we good? Uh, have we gotten it out in the air? Because, yes. again, I wanted to get this out. I want, we, 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 told, we told the world the Civil War was coming to their doorstep, and I believe the response to the Civil War was, was pretty high. And, again, I didn't want to have this kind of show. But again, we want to... You didn't, want, you didn't want. To, you didn't get a chance to say anything, Jesse. Jesse I just take BJ's Joey, mic for a moment. <laughs> I just want Joey to be more open-minded. Don't be automatically closed, and then I we mean, have to convince you. That's all. That's okay. all. Okay, Jess, Jesse Rebus, the co-founder of Dot Comedy, who who 
I like survive Splash Lounge along with myself and Joey LaFaro. One of the reasons I get angry so quick is because I don't think I get enough credit for being old-minded. I think you guys had that perception of me. It's not necessarily the case. We're about done. So I think we both need to work on that. You know what, Joey? Before I go, I just want to say you're a great guy. I really appreciate this whole dive comedy family. Here it comes. No, I'm serious. No, I do. I give you shit because, hey, I'm good at it and it's fun and... You know, sometimes you're an easy target, you know. All right, all the time you're an easy target. Ah. But <laughs> now, if it wasn't for you, man, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> pretty pretty fucking much. Oh, really? That's the, that's the <laughs> truth. Shocker. I'm sorry. I, I just state the obvious sometimes, you know. But it sounded <laughs> good if you didn't want to <laughs> deconstruct like what I just said. We got some of the best comics out tonight. <laughs> tonight. Like that's <laughs> Okay. If it wasn't for you, man, I would not be here tonight. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. He got got away from his kids. He can go go home go home to your wife and kids. Uh, Jesse Revis, you're gonna step to the mic and say something as we as we get ready to head out of the Die Comedy Podcast. Yeah, because I think everybody's tired of hearing us bicker. It's it's twelve thirty <laughs> in the morning and everyone's listening. Everyone's still listening. We still have eleven. We still have more viewers on this show than y'all <laughs> than had on the other show. Week. Exactly. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Hi Basically, there, as um, the one person in the podcast is not either black or white in this civil war, <laughs> I feel like I'm the referee, and I actually believe that both people are valid. Both people are 100% valid. Um, Joey does go insane sometimes. Yes. And Candace and BJ do not read the text messages fully sometimes. Ah, thank you. And that one hundred. I, I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm sticking my head in here. But let me explain something. When you look at look down at your phone, and there's a hundred ninety seven missed messages from the back and forth conversation. <laughs> yeah, you got to skim and try to get the gist of but it. But you can't so, get passionate if you didn't read the whole thing. Yes. I'm, I'm just yo. Can Cliff Notes or something? Can we start using audio text or something? Because well, you know what? So it, it, reading, it's it's yeah. it's both people are at fault. No one group is not at fault. They're both in fault, and they're both arguing, and they're both right, and they're both wrong at the same time. Yes. So it's not it's not like one camp has a hundred percent stake on the whole thing. I will say this though: I it is it is it is a challenge to work with Joey. Um, that's not saying that it isn't a positive thing. Um, most of the early success of dot comedy was me and joey arguing every single week until we hammered together like a fine samurai sword a brilliant idea but during the whole process of that whole idea it was a big big headache but we eventually got stuff out you're smiling marcus what's wrong uh candace just posted another one of her uh humble brags of countdowns before she goes on her cruise yeah. which annoys me every time she does it. Well, it's the last day, so you'll be fine. Uh, uh, but, somehow, see, I don't think that's going to last As you stated, at the beginning of Dot Comedy, when when the inception of Dot Comedy happened, there were three people there. <laughs> John said, is someone going to get voted off? <laughs> <laughs> there were three people there. There was Joey LaFaro. Joey! There was Jesse Revis. Jesse! And there was Marcus Coleman. Fuck you. <laughs> the reason Marcus Coleman does not... Not hold the stake that Jesse and Joey have in that comedy is never is never put out there as a founding member of that comedy is because he he said it from the beginning he wants to see the success of you and the success of you 
go ahead of anything that I could possibly do with this company. But see, I, I so so we so whenever anything comes up and everyone says who's in charge, I put I direct them to you and you and Joey all the time on purpose, because I can do everything that needs to get done. I've learned how to do it all, except for tell jokes. I don't tell jokes. I don't tell jokes because I'm only funny on Facebook. You're <laughs> funny in the mirror too. Funny at your mama's house oh right before geez. your dad comes home. Yeah, my father's dead. Damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's. Is your sister single? And, 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 you're, and you're funny at my mom's house, really. Yeah. <laughs> put on your pants, she laughs. Yeah, I want to buy some shares. <laughs> Whoever you wants to buy Mike. shares of that comedy can. <laughs> we no we, no, we but do I, sell them. But Dominic, what the fuck are you talking? Look at Dominic's comment. It's like having AIDS but being worried about your herpes. I don't, I don't follow. What's <laughs> like that, Dom? <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, what were you saying? That. I, I will say this, though. <laughs> I, know, I know I took a back seat from being a founding dominant member, but part of it was kind of like, like what BJ said. It's like, you know, I was sitting there, and, you know, number one, it, it was a hammering back and forth. Like, everything that you guys complain about dealing with Joey and this and this, me and Joey had almost, we, we kind of built an understanding after a while that this is just what we're going to do. We're going to fucking hate each other till the show happens. The show's going to be badass, and when the show's over, we love each other. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things that happens. We just, we just, it's just hell until the product is good, and then it's over. Yeah. But then it became kind of a thing. It was kind of like, all right, all right, I'm gonna be honest. I was not happy with an expansion of a second room. That was, I, okay. I, I didn't agree with it. Uh-huh. And we had several hosts, and I 100% voted, you know, BJ in. You know, we ha- we had different people to go with, but it was like the final say. It was like, all right, we'll go with BJ. And then also, when it was time, was it my idea or your idea to bring Candace? It was mine. It was yours, but it was. Oh, thanks, Joey. Yeah. Well, we, it was. Well, hold on, wait a second. It, but was it was actually a, my idea to bring in Candace because she wore that. Remember, you saw the flyer, right? Oh she had that God. outfit on, oh and I said, you know what? We need to get her on board with that comedy. But 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 but, but but Candace, but Candace, there was a lot of people that brought up, and I instantly was like, it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. So we was. both agree with that, and then later when the whole thing was done, it was kind of like, well. Joey's the Godfather, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute, <laughs> wasn't I involved 100 percent all these ideas?" But after a while, after a while, Mike wants to know why he wasn't considered. <laughs> you, he actually was. I, believe, I think he was said. His name was said in a couple meetings. If you have to ask, you know how much shade Mike has thrown on this comment thread. That's why you weren't oh, considered, Mike. That's that's, that's why. That's Mike Brown. Yeah. Oh, fuck Mike Brown. <laughs> uh, I thought that was Mike Black. I thought it was Mike Black too. <laughs> I don't know. Got your colors mixed I was up. Yeah. about that one. So after a while, it after sounds w- like we're celebrating Festivus here. This is like the airing of grievances. This was the airing yeah, of grievances. Was the whole point. So, so here's what we're gonna. So do. after a while, it became chaotic to have the same kind of like hammering it out with one person to do it as a four-way fatal four-way match. <laughs> yeah. It just became too much for me to read in one day. I had, yeah. So I mean, it's just like uh, to be honest, like the hammering out thing and all that, like the podcast. I didn't want to leave the podcast because, you know, the the hammering of ideas. It just, it just wasn't my vision, the same vision that you had. And we had it almost from the beginning. And yeah. we, at at the end of the day, I figured you guys both had similar ideas of what the vision was. So I took that as voting out. So I was like, I'm gonna go and make my podcast with my vision because it doesn't correlate. It's not together. It's not cohesive. Yeah. I can so. I didn't leave because I was trying to be a dick. I left because 
you guys clearly had an idea of what the vision was. I had a different vision, so two votes to three, I'm going to just go do my own thing on yeah. the podcast angle. On the podcast See, So angle. sometimes the votes actually do count. <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I took it that way. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not going to sit here. If, if, if I'm arguing back and forth about what the vision is, and I'm clearly I voted numerically, I'm just going to go ahead and be like, all right, cool, then I should back off from this. Yeah, we and we appreciate it. We we appreciate it when we found out <laughs> that that was it, and that was what we that was what we were dealing with. Because the original pilots, that was what I wanted. Uh huh. But that was chaos. That was complete chaos. I mean, eventually the the, the episode one home, was so badass. Though. Even though even though it's controversial, in episode yeah. two, yeah, there were badass episodes. Yeah, they were. I you mean, guys, I think that the internet is tired of hearing us have our own personal dot comedy meeting on the air. Okay. Well. Well, Go fuck the then. internet. <laughs> well, that's we didn't you didn't for us. We, 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 that's we didn't tell, we didn't tell you to stay. We told you. You told you we were having a show and you get to listen. It's twelve forty-five in my the baby morning. Is, my baby doesn't. Oh just. yeah, and, and I, I have to go to Mexico. Oh wait a second. <laughs> Who voted for Marcus's hairline? Off the <laughs> fuck you, Mike <laughs> B. Mike B. Fuck you. That is not. That's not how this Who shit goes. Marcus's hairline off dot com. <laughs> You know, we're going to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get out of here. And I want to thank you guys for joining us. This Dom, Dom said it's Jesse standing. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that short. That's fucked up. Oh, my goodness, folks. But we are the Dot Comedy family. We are the Dot Comedy team. So come on out to Zebra Bar every Thursday night at 930. Big shout out to Dominic Rivera's crow's feet. Big shout out to his crow's feet every time he smiles. <laughs> That's why he has no smiling pictures. Big shout out to Dominic Rivera. Funny Monday at Recessions in D.C. The next show will be June 6th. We're typically on the first and third. However, I will be in Mexico uh, for the third Monday of this month. So that show is canceled. And we will be back. Full effect. June 6th, right. 8 p.m. at Recessions. Funny Monday. Jesse, Jesse when is the next? fugly Mondays. When is the next uh, Fighters Block podcast? Fighters Block will be this Friday, Fighters Block Friday. That's an F, so you go alliteration. Remember, Fighters Block will be out tomorrow at noon, lunchtime. Download us. All right. If you so. missed anything, we'll have this one up on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah, we'll have this up. We'll have this up by Tuesday. And if this is your first time listening to Dot Comedy Podcast, we're not usually this chaotic. You can catch a much uh, more civilized discussion most weeks. <laughs> catch me May twenty second. I'll be featuring on the homie Pete Buckbauer's album taping. Yes, I have a feature spot on right. Pete Buckbauer's Pete, album and DVD taping. Jam and Java Vienna, well May twenty second. Thank you, thank you. All right, folks, we are the Dot Comedy family, and we will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast.